Hey guys, this is Sam Herring on the Home at Advantage podcast. We're here for the second podcast. On this episode, we'll go few, go through a couple things that uh, we couldn't get to on the last show. And um, we'll start with our introduction. How are you doing today, Jude? I'm doing fantastic. Um, just got back from NHSCAs, wrestled hard. But hey, it's freestyle season. And um, I love freestyle. I would like to remind our listeners, please send us questions we have an email we have a twitter our email is hmaadvantage at gmail.com and our twitter is at hma underscore pod um and you know we'll, tr- we'll try to answer as much as we can so yeah so you just mentioned your um your first experience at nhsca um what do you think of that any thoughts on that that you'd like to share right so um over the weekend i wrestled at NHSA freshman nationals um and I, I have some takeaways this is my first time wrestling in the individual tournament I've been to the duels a couple times and I know you Sam have as well um my first thing to say is that the weigh-ins are horrible they are run very 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 poorly what happens is um you go you walk into this just giant giant convention center There's so many people and you gotta. They have these signs hanging for like freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, and you gotta find find your area. You go over there, um, take off all your clothes. You stand there with you know uh, five hundred other boys, and um, they had these these like f- kind of lines, not really. You mostly just squished your way through, um, and they would have they had a pre paid line and a a line for those who are just signing up then. And the signs were switched. And they Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so the the lady at the front kept um she was like basically pulling out her hair because everyone going up on her line was expecting like the hey, I already signed up for this. And everyone going on the other people's lines like, um, hey, I need to sign up like now. So they fixed it, they switched lines, everyone switched switched spots. They give you your stuff, you go, you step on the scale. Um, they give you a pair of sunglasses, and then you're good. But other than, like, it was just, um, it was like a zoo. There was a lot of people. That's awful. Um, the It's different from the the uh, team event because um, I, you weigh in as a team there. But for this, um, they, just, they just try to get as many people through um, as fast as possible. Um, the second thing is, there's a crazy amount of people. There's just so many people everywhere. And that's that's how it is for NHSCAs. Um, and I, I've never, ever, ever wrestled in a bracket so big. Um, I had about 108 guys, um, which is which is a ton. Yes, um, it is. Well, what's the biggest bracket you've ever wrestled in, Sam? The biggest bracket I've ever wrestled in would probably be at Tulsa Nationals, um, around 50 kids. <laughs> so no, nowhere near that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they started in the round of 128. I know 106 for freshmen had uh, 164 kids in it. it um, when they, they printed out the bracket and put it on the wall, and it took like eight or nine sheets of paper just to f- complete the entire thing. <laughs> and they, it just hung on the floor. It was, it was crazy. Um, there were so many people that, um, I, I wrestled six matches while I was there. 
I didn't wrestle two guys from the same state. Um, and that was crazy. <laughs> I've never, ever, ever done that before. Um, my favorite part about NHSCAs is, aside from Virginia, they get spring early. You know, it's still yeah pretty much winter here in uh, Pennsylvania. Well, I'm kind of used to that in Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> but um, guys show up, and it's less about winning or losing, especially more for the duels, but um, but for the tournament as well. It's it's less about winning and losing, and it's just more about wrestling hard, and um. You just show up and you give it your all. And and it leads for a lot of um, a lot of offensive and exciting matches, which I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. My last thing was the officiating was a little weird. So they have hundreds of refs from all over the place. Um, but what they did was the college rules for college out of bounds and edge stalling which is weird because we're high school students and we've never wrestled you know college rules in a, in a big competition before so it wasn't it wasn't extremely difficult but some refs were extremely uh like trigger happy with it and um if you got if you stepped out of bounds they would they would call you for stalling one time um i saw wow. two kids like circle out of bounds and he called them both for double stalling. So <laughs> it was, it was exciting. But other than that, um, NHSCA freshman nationals was a great experience. I highly recommend everyone do it because um, it's, it's a lot, so much good wrestling and it's just a good place to, um, to teach yourself how to wrestle in big competitions. So, yeah, I can't wait till I'm old enough to uh, go to that. I could go to the middle school, but, um, it it has been it it's definitely for sure that the high school is is definitely tougher and um there are more people there mm-hmm. and it's way more important to them than the middle school is so when i'm a freshman I'll, you'll definitely see me there nice hopefully in a 164 man bracket yeah fight your way all the way through okay uh you want to move on yeah let's let's go to the uh let's go to our 2020 team race predictions well so i pulled up the Flow Wrestling article here, and it's it's the returning NCAA points. I I highly suggest all of you go and read it because it's it's very interesting. Um, but the top three right now are Iowa with seventy five returning points, Cornell with fifty three returning points, and Penn State with forty eight returning points. Wow. Well, um, also it's important to note that for for uh, Penn State they do not include um anthony kassar or shakur rashid and um it's very very possible that kassar will get a medical redshirt and it's likely that um shakur will as well what are your thoughts on this sam yeah so um i i know that some years um guys return more points but then they don't have the recruiting class that another team has or their guys aren't able to put up the the same bonus scores that they were the year year before. Their weight classes just get different. So again, the returning scores um, don't mean everything. It is super interesting that Cornell is in second. That yeah. is awesome. And they only had four guys. Yeah. Really? So they had 
They they have Evita Arujo, uh, Chaz Tucker, Yanni Diakmahalis, and Max Dean. Um, compared to Iowa has what about Ben Ben Honest. Uh, he's not there. He's not on the article, which is oh oh yeah, because he's graduating. And Ben Darmstadt, I believe, is he he'll probably is he gonna um this Dar- was Darmstadt a senior? Is he gonna get another year? Man, I'm not sure, but he sh- he should absolutely get a medical redshirt. He didn't wrestle a single match. Yeah. Um. And so Penn State has five guys, and Iowa has uh, eight. Wow. Which is um you know basically their entire lineup. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Why? Why do you think that Penn State isn't returning as many points? Like obviously. Jason and Bo are graduated. Um, and do you not think that who do, who is your pick next year to win 2020? My pick is uh, is Penn State. I just think their roster is going to be so stinking tough. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be able to put bonus points up. And I feel like if they're able to get Aaron Brooks in the lineup, I am so high on Aaron Brooks. I think he's going to do so amazing. Now, they do have Shakur Sheed. Mm-hmm. And if he can get a medical red shirt, that's going to be a little bit tricky. But yeah. um, I, I'm super interesting. They've got a returning NCAA champion heavyweight uh, that can really put up some bonus points. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, Iowa just doesn't have that bonus point capability. And I've not seen them put it together in March in way too long. And while it wouldn't surprise me that they run away with this next 2020 team title, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Penn State until proven otherwise. Yeah, well, you can't really pick against Penn State unless, of course, they can always do a punt year. I don't know if it's likely. Like, how much of a punt year can you have when you're you have um, three national champs in your lineup? If Anthony Kassar gets his sixth, also about Aaron Brooks, um, he is extremely, extremely good, and he could very well do a a Makai Lewis and um. He could he could win it next year, especially with eighty four, considerably weaker now that Bo had moved up and Mymar is leaving. So, um, I really I'm I'm just as high on Aaron Brooks as you are. Um, let's see. Who's is your pick to win it? My pick. Um, I think I'm gonna pick Iowa. Um, Iowa, wow. Because. Not that, not that I, I'm a dire Penn State fan, um, but just looking at their the the points spread that they have here is uh, pretty absurd. Did did Lugo end up uh, All American? Did he? AA? Yes, yes, he did. So they, you know, although yeah. that they don't have as many, like. Spencer had 24 points. The next guy, um, Austin Santo is 13. Um, and then everyone else under that is like 12.5, 5.52. So that there's not a, there's not a high amount of points. Um, like Penn State has, you know, four or five guys in the upper teens returning points. Um, but just Iowa's almost their entire lineup scored points at NCAAs. So I think I think I'm gonna go with Iowa. Yeah. And they've got about four guys who could really put together some bonus points. I think 
Spencer Lee, mm. Austin DeSanto, Michael Kemmerer. And then I think that they do some good summer work on um, Caleb Young's his tactics. Yeah. And where he can just take guys down, let them up, take them down, rather than just ride them. Or he could put together some turns. Mm. I think that Cable, Caleb Young can turn into a big bonus point machine. I agree. Um, Here, let me look super quick. Hey, well, we have a little bit of time. What? Let me spring this on you. What do you think 133 is going to look like next year? Because obviously it was ridiculous this year. It was all time this year. What do you th- What do you it think was. it's going to look like next year? Well, um, the weight didn't graduate a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it did lose Meech and Lee Zach, but yeah. um, Fix is back. Seriano's back. DeSanto's back. A lot of those guys are back. Um, Pletcher. Uh, yeah, Pletcher. And the addition of maybe a Seth Gross um, yeah. in the Big Ten, maybe, uh, <laughs> would be insane. It would be really good. Um, my pick would be Seth Gross. What to I would win it? To, see, to win it. If, if that's uh, assuming he gets his uh, medical redshirt. Mm-hmm. And um, Second place to, I mean, I guess I can't say second place because of the seeds. I don't have no idea what they're going to be. Right. But I like Dayton Fix as the second best guy in the weight. Yeah, I think so too. Um, where do you think Seth Gross is likely going to go? I know there's been a lot of talk about Penn State, but where, where do you think? Um, so I doubt he's going to go to Penn State. Um, I just don't feel he's been super close with those guys. Um, so I think he could go to a number of places. I think he could go to. Minnesota, his hometown. I know Brandon Eggum has talked to him. Um, I, I've heard, and I know he could go to Wisconsin very, very easily, mm-hmm. um, because of Chris Bono and that, that coaching staff. Um, he's very, very familiar with. He's coached to a national title by them. Right. And um, and then another one would be Purdue, with mm-hmm. AJ Shop. That would not surprise me at all. I think that'd be re- really interesting. Um, also, Rutgers. You know, we did talk about last time on the show how, um, oh, not Rutgers. What am I saying? Uh, never mind. Never mind. I just had a brain fart. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. Sorry. Let's, um, let's move on. We have, um, we have some questions. You guys were great. You sent us in some questions. Um, we're going to get to a couple of them today. Um, so Sam, I think we should start with, um, with your guys, which one uh, you want to say? Yeah, so we got a few. We got a few questions uh, from a few people that we're very thankful that they give us some topics to um, to talk about on our show. And the first one we're going to answer is uh, from Luke Condy. He's a mm-hmm. um, Christian Brothers wrestler from Memphis, a uh, good friend of mine. And um, uh, this is his question. He says, "With his six year of eligibility granted, does Kassar stay number?" Say number one and beat Gable slash other title contenders. What adjustments will Stevenson make for Kassar in Big Tens and NCAs next year? Well, sorry, you go first. Okay, so yeah, my my thoughts are Kassar if definitely go into the season ranked number one mm-hmm. um, with Stevenson at two. Um, if I'm Stevenson this summer, I work on some hand fighting tactics. Because I feel like every time Gable is shot, mm-hmm. he's been able to get in on the leg and score. Yeah. And um, I feel like 
if he can work on his hand fighting to be able to drop from that hand fight to the to a leg and do that more frequent frequently against Kassar, I think that's his key to key to winning. And then, you know, Kassar is so good at timing those shots. Oh yeah. Those takedowns. If Stevenson's able to play along with that and um get like an early takedown when Kassar's not going full speed right up mm-hmm. right off the bat, I believe that would be absolutely huge. So what um, do you think? Well, first, I would like to ask, what uh, what other con- title contenders are going to be at heavyweight next year? Um, Daniel Kirkfleet, is he gonna is he gonna start next year for Ohio State? I would imagine not. I would imagine they redshirt him, keep Singletary up, mm-hmm. and um, Colin Moore at ninety seven, and then when Colin Moore graduates, they take Singletary down and put Kirkfleet in at heavyweight. Got it. Um, but yeah, so. So, uh, other Tanner title Hall. contenders, Tanner Hall. Um, well, I think first of all, first of all, last time on the show we did not talk about. I didn't get to say how much I love Anthony Kassar. He goes to my church. He is a really, really great guy, and I I love him to death. He's an awesome dude. I also I I didn't talk very good about him. Um, and I'm sorry, Anthony, about that. But uh, love Anthony Kassar. Um, I think Gable's key to victory will, for next year is going to be a lot more offense. So in, in the Big Ten match, they didn't, you know, Anthony said in his interview, like, it may not have looked like very much, but I was feeling a shot and he was feeling a shot. And there was a lot of stuff going on there that you guys didn't see and that you guys can, um, and that we feel. I think that in the, from the Big Ten match, to the NCAA match, Gable's offense picked up a ton, picked up a ton, and um, and I think, you know, even more than that, I think that's going to be Gable's key to victory. Anthony, um, Anthony, I think he's going to be. I think Gable's offense and his his high velocity attacks are actually going to help Anthony because Anthony's reshots are humongous. They are fantastic. They're so, so good. If you know, it just depends on on the other person's strategy, and um, I I think it's gonna be uh, another really great year for heavyweight. It's I think it's gonna be exciting. Absolutely, um, yeah. So, want to move on to our next question? Let's do it. Okay. So Jason Bryant asks <clears throat> specifically to Sam, um, how hard is it for you to convince your friends to get in? to watching college and Olympic wrestling. So, Sam, how hard is it? Yeah, so, um, as you could imagine, in Memphis, Tennessee, wrestling is not the mainstream sport. <laughs> um, if I go around with a wrestling shirt in a grocery store, people will be like, oh, he, fi- he likes WWE. <laughs> like that. And um, it's mainly like baseball and stuff like that in mm-hmm. Memphis. And so... Uh, very little people understand the sport, and then the few wrestling, the wrestling friends that I do have from my club and um, the wrestling that I do do, um, a, a lot of them do love to watch it, and yeah. a lot of them don't. It's kind of just um, the v- variety of people. Um, mm-hmm. it, it would be funny if you asked Eli this question; he would be like, because a lot of times I'll um, 
I'll be begging him to come watch this wrestling documentary with him. Or mm -hmm. uh, sometimes my family will be like, movie night, Sam, you want to pick? And I'll be like, uh, you want me to pick? Because I'm going to pick a wrestling documentary. <laughs> <laughs> so that's about uh, what it's like to get my family to watch wrestling or my friends. Yeah. Well, State College, um, it's a little different because for the most part, everyone here likes all the people I hang out with like wrestling. Um, it's different because, you know, as for both homeschoolers, I don't actually see very many people during a, a normal day, except if it's at wrestling practice. Um, but everyone at wrestling practice really follows um, college wrestling super hard. Less Olympic, um, but I'm sure that's going to pick up here soon because, you know, David Taylor's going to make an Olympic run. And, uh, we we want to see our coach succeed, um, but pretty consistently, um, I'm the only one who's watching matches that aren't PSU. So, um, yeah, I bet. S Sam, do you think we got time for one more question? I do, I do okay. think so. Well, you you can ask it if you'd like. Okay, how many champions do you see repeating next year at NCAs? This is from Matt Funk. <laughs> Ringworm actually asks how many champions. So let's see. Let's go through it. Spencer could very, very well repeat. Yes. Dayton Fix. Um, would be Seriano. Oh, Seriano. Seriano. I think. I think he could repeat. It's um. It's not a foregone conclusion, certainly because of how close he keeps it with Dayton, and um, if Gross comes back. Um, it's still going to be an extremely tough weight class either way. Um, 41. You can't, you can't pick against Gianni. No, you can't you do can't. it. Um, but I'm, I, can't, I can't do it. <laughs> um, let's see. 57. There's, 49's a no. 57's oh, 49. a no. Um, 65, 65 is interesting, um, because I very well could see Makai Lewis returning and doing it again. Um, but I, I think I'm going to pick him. I'm going to pick Makai. Um, oh, absolutely. I have to pick Makai too. Um, I think it's going to be the same situation. It's going to be, um. Makai Lewis and Vincenzo Joseph in the NCAA Finals, just like it was Vincenzo Joseph and Imar. Where do you think uh, Marinelli's going to fall there? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, Marinelli could finish eighth, or he could finish third, or he could finish first. Um, we, we'll just have to wait and see. Got it. Okay. Um, 74. Zahid Valencia... Very well could be a repeating national champ, especially um, if if he takes a loss during the year, because I think that makes him better. <laughs> if he takes a loss, it makes him better. Um, 84. Uh, Drew Foster a senior? Yes, he's graduated. So then never mind. Um, 97. Bye -bye. Bo Nickel. Sorry. Um, and heavyweight, uh, if Anthony gets a sixth year, he certainly could repeat. Um, but that's if he gets a sixth year. So, right. 
Great questions. Um, thank you guys so, so very, very much for all these questions. Um, oh, Sam, t uh, tell us about our question time and when we're going to do it. Yeah, so um, we've been, we've had some great questions, and um, I'd like to make it easier on you guys. I think um, the way FRL does it is uh, super efficient, and we want to kind of do something like that. They send out a question on Monday and Wednesday nights um, every week. Uh, send out a tweet for questions, and um, we're going to do the same, but it's going to be Thursday night. So we're going to send out a tweet every Thursday night mm -hmm. asking for y'all's questions. and um, Yin's questions. <laughs> um yeah ask us anything um i don't think that we're going to do live questions um ever because you know we should learn from other people's mistakes yes we um should. <laughs> sorry johnny from roanoke um so here we go thank you so much for listening to another home at advantage wrestling podcast um, I had a blast, Sam. It was really fun. I think that we're getting way better at this. Um, oh, and sorry I didn't bring this up sooner, but we, um, got some pointers or not complaints, but more like, um, suggestions on our logo. Um, the, our logo, like everything else in our podcast is homemade. I made it myself with a free app. <laughs> and, um, if if you have an idea for our logo, we would love to see it. Um, maybe. Uh, maybe we'll even use it as our, uh, our new logo. Um, but you can just email it or DM us. Um, our email is hmaadvantage at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at hmapod. Um, and Sam, I think, I think that's a wrap. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, thanks, Jude, for doing this with me. This is so fun. This is. And um, I can't wait for next time. Yeah, me me too. All right. See you later, Sam. All right.